You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What up, world? Welcome on all to another episode of The Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. My name is Arjo Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from Red Ear as your humble host on The Ocho. It is Thursday, the third day, September 10th, 2020. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and that you are ready because the NFL is back. The National Football League kicks off tonight. The 2020 season begins with the reigning world champion. Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Houston Texans at Arrowhead Stadium. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. NBC, Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth, Michelle Tafoya. We're going to get some PFF stats. It's going to feel like it never left. It is so welcome, so excited. I know you don't care about my fantasy team, but uh, I drafted Tyreek Hill. I've never had Tyreek Hill ever in any fantasy league ever, so I'm very excited about this, and I hope he goes off tonight. So uh, I hope you enjoy tonight's game, and I hope you're ready for the Dallas Cowboys to play on Sunday. Of course, we're now three days away 72 hours away well depending on the time you're listening to this episode but three days away from the Dallas Cowboys beginning their season and it is starting to feel real Wednesday was of course uh you know the first day of practice Mike McCarthy had his press conference there was an injury report we're going to get into all of those things it felt like the normal rhythms and rhymes of a regular season week and for that I know that I am and I imagine you are very grateful speaking of grateful very thankful and very appreciative for all the people that reached out with your comments on the CD Lamb audio that we had on Wednesday's episode. If you didn't get a chance to listen, head back in your podcast feed. We had CD Lamb on for a bit, thanks to our friends at Panini on Wednesday's episode of the Ocho. Remember, later on today, because it is Thursday, it is that special day, you will get a new episode of Broadcasting the Boys with Ari Temkin, who you will hear, by the way, this season as the pre- and post-game show host on 105.3 The Fan. Ari Temkin and Brian Broad is going to have themselves a great time, so make sure to check out Ari later on today on Broadcast the boys along with Roy White going to be a great time as they get you ready for week one and speaking of the Dallas Cowboys ahead of week one we already knew that they restructured Tyron Smith's contract that happened and everybody started to say is Earl Thomas coming I mean Earl Thomas they're they're making moves making making salary cap space Earl Thomas Earl Thomas Earl Thomas nope not happening. Uh, according to NFL Network's The Interrap Report, the Dallas Cowboys on Wednesday morning restructured Zach Martin's contract and freed up $8 million in salary cap space. And before anybody could even get the name Earl Thomas out, Jane Slater, also of NFL Network, friend of the show, noted that this does not have to do with Earl Thomas. I believe Earl posted a photo from the Pro Bowl on Instagram on Wednesday afternoon saying something like, um, you know, it might, uh, might, might be a while before he's back this season, kind of intimating that he was not going to be on a team for week one. And um, I, I think we all think that we'll see Earl Thomas in the NFL this year. It just remains to be seen whether that will be for the Dallas Cowboys or not. Uh, but, you know, Zach Martin restructuring his deal. Uh, it seems like that is being done 
hopefully, uh, for the purposes of paying Dak Prescott come 2021. We're going to talk about Dak in a second. Uh, but uh, good for the Cowboys making some uh, some salary cap space. Give us all the salary cap space. Uh, speaking of deals, though, um, this is only topical because the Cowboys are playing the Los Angeles Rams. I'll be honest with you. I have not seen the season finale of Hard Knocks yet at the moment of this recording. But Los Angeles Rams cornerback Jalen Ramsey agreed to a five-year, $105 million extension with the Rams. A deal that will pay him $21 million per year. It does reset the cornerback market. The Cowboys, unless they were to bring in an outside cornerback, don't have to worry about this for a long time. It really does show the bargain that the Miami Dolphins now bargain got Byron Jones for, and really the bargain that the Buffalo Bills got Tredavious White for. Uh, But kudos to Jalen Ramsey, one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL this week, although we hope he gets burned a lot this particular week. Uh, But so Mike McCarthy, as mentioned, did have a press conference on Wednesday at the Star. And he, he, you know, Mike McCarthy has kept all of his cards very close to the vest. And he had one answer that I just, it, it might be my favorite Mike McCarthy answer to date. Uh, I mentioned Jane Slater, friend of the show. She asked Mike about, uh, you know, about the expectations that come with being the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys and about how this team started off 3-0 and last year and how, you know, that set a lot of expectations. And she really asked him, how do you... How do you manage that? How do you deal with that? How do you basically live up to what the sort of uh, idea of being the Dallas Cowboys is? And, well, uh, Mike McCarthy's answer was so special that we're going to play it for you right here, uh, courtesy of DallasCowboys.com on the Ocho. You know, reality is that every team in this league is competing to win the championship. I don't know why you wouldn't do this otherwise. Now, you know, some people believe you you want to, you know, keep the expectations low and then you know just keeps the pressure off you and, and, and all that but trust me I, I knew the day I walked in this building with the expectations are and always will be at the Dallas Cowboys I, I'm fortunate enough to have a lot of experience at, of, of coaching a football team with high expectations year in year out day to day so um, I, I don't really put a lot of time and energy and focus into that to me that's a given that, that, that's part of the deal here, um, and, and, and I embrace that. And, and I don't think, you know, I'm just, I look at it as a blessing to be able to line up and have that opportunity to go out and win, especially when you're expected to win, because that's the only way you can go about the game of football. That's the only way I've ever approached it. I've, I've never lined up in any contest where I didn't expect to win. There's a path to victory every single time you line up as a team, and it's my responsibility to keep the team on the path through the preparation phase and make sure they're ready to go. So, three and zero is uh, is a good start, and you know, and frankly, I I, I did an analytics presentation to the team on on really the, the 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 course of last year's team, just to show examples of the importance of playing with consistency and and keeping your valleys from your top performances to your lowest performance. The, the peaks in your valleys got to be short; they can't be deep. And you know, at, at the end of it. You know, our training and our plan, our goal is to have a trend line that, that starts, you know, as high as possible. But we want our trend line to, to climb throughout the season. Not only we want to win games, win all of our games, but we want to be playing our best football in December, in November, December, and, and take it into the playoffs. So that's, that's the mindset. That's the understanding. That's the everyday um, conversation, you know, when, when we talk outside of the specifics of what we're trying to actually get done. And I think it's important to clearly express those those thoughts and, and approaches, but more importantly, 
uh, have a clear understanding of the formula of, of why you do what you do to keep you on that course. And I just think it brings a clear understanding and uh, keeps us all on the same page. But, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and beat the drum and talk about, you know, what our expectations are because to me it's a given. You know, and I, and, I have, and I think some people are scared to say it, um, but there's no need to say it. And, you know, at the end of the day, it'll always be the expectation here in Dallas. And I, and I, and I love that. So first things first, I know that we said earlier this week that this show would be eight minutes long. Um, just just going to say that now. Um, you know, that's more of, of an approximation because <laughs> sometimes things happen. Uh, so the purpose of the Ocho is to give you the latest headlines and kind of the, the biggest things going on in the world of the Dallas Cowboys. So, hey, if we go 10 minutes, 11 minutes, 12 minutes, look, we're going to get you out of here quickly. That That is the goal is to download as much information as we can to you because we know you're on the go as quickly as possible. Now, all that being said, I really loved this answer from Mike McCarthy. And some of it is rah-rah, right? You know, I want to win a championship. You know, I'm, I'm here to do that. And, and now that's cool. Uh, but I, I thought it was very matter-of-fact from Mike McCarthy. And uh, that's kind of who he's been. So much of what he has had to say has been a breath of fresh air. And I don't mean that as an indictment or an insult in any way towards Jason Garrett. But it has been so different because – you know, it's not an insult to Jason Gray to say that he's very robotic in nature. It was the same answer over and over and over and over again. And so Mike McCarthy just, he's a different person and different people think differently and, and have different things to say. And I really liked this answer. And it was really cool to hear, um, you know, we don't know what it went into this, obviously, in terms of the specifics, but that he gave the Cowboys players themselves an analytics presentation. And so uh, I, I hope that there was information, you know, there, maybe he had some graphs. I mean, I, I don't know, but it sounded cool and it sounded nice. And, and I I thought this was a really cool answer from from Mike McCarthy. So uh, I wrote about it. If you want to check that out at bloggingtheboys.com, we have so much stuff available for you as, of course, it is a game week. Um, I also wrote about, uh, so you may be able to see this at the time of you listening to this. You might have to wait till later on Thursday. Just kind of depends. Um, obviously, a very busy week, but... I did want to point you in the direction, at the very least, of Graham Bensinger's YouTube channel. Graham uh, did an interview with Dak Prescott and his brother, uh, the Prescott family, and, and talked about Dak Prescott's late brother, Dak Prescott's late mother, and it was really, there's a series of YouTube videos there that I highly encourage you to go watch. Uh, lots of talk, lots of discussion about Dak, his family, his brother, etc. cetera, uh, but what this offseason has been like for him certainly uh, has been a very, very tragic offseason for the Prescott family. There's, I mean, I'm talking, there's like eight or nine videos there that are well worth your time. Uh, one of the things, one of, again, in the grand scheme of life, the least important things, but we have talked about this, uh, so I do think it's important, uh, at least for the context of football. We, we, we've talked about the football field that Dak Prescott had built uh, in his backyard and on his property, etc., and you can see this field, and we've seen some snippets and things like that, but you can see this field in all of its glory. I mean, it looks like some sort of drone is up there uh, really capturing this thing. I tweeted these photos out if you just want to go see those yourself. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at RJ Ochoa, uh, but it, it is about 45 yards in length. Uh, very cool, very interesting. Has Dak's logo, has faith in the end zone, which is the word that his late mother assigned to him. He talks about that in the video. He also says uh, that he's building a kind of a, I don't know if it's a chipping green or a putting green specifically. Uh, he does kind of indicate that there's going to be some accessibility, but going to be about seven holes. He says it's going to be like top golf. So, um, you know, Dak is, is not wasting any time. And 
I, I know that there are some people who probably saw all this and said, well, Dak wouldn't build all this if he didn't plan on being around. And maybe that's the conclusion you want to draw. But it's, a, again, highly encourage you. Graham Bensinger's YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube, search Graham Bensinger, and I promise you, you will enjoy at the very least some, but I guarantee you all of the videos um, on this particular YouTube channel. So go check that out. Uh, last thing before we get out of here, Wednesday's injury report. Now, we do recap these for you. If you're new around here at blogontheboys.com, every day we will put the latest Dallas Cowboys injury report up there for you to be aware of what's going on in the world of the Dallas Cowboys on the injury front. Now, this is for Wednesday's practice. I know this is our Thursday show, but we give this to you early in the morning. Uh, so this is Wednesday's results. On Wednesday, September 9th, Chidabe Awuze, who uh, was listed with a knee injury. Again, they do list particular injuries in terms of what the general injury concern is. But Chido listed with a knee was a full participant in Wednesday's practice. Amari Cooper, who we've heard questionable things about, was listed finally with a hamstring injury. We had no idea really what was plaguing Amari, but listed with a hamstring injury, but also listed as a full participant. Now, Luke Gifford was also listed with a hamstring injury, but was a limited participant in Wednesday's practice. And Jordan Lewis, who is entering a contract year, as we noted on Wednesday's show, was listed with an ankle injury and did not practice. Now, it should be mentioned that Stephen Jones, we talked about this earlier in the week on 105.3 The Fan, uh, hinted that Jordan Lewis and Luke Gifford could need one or two weeks to get ready. You know, he talked about that when he said that they did not place him on injured reserve, obviously. So, um, Right now, I'm speaking for myself and myself only personally, it doesn't seem like Jordan Lewis or Luke Gifford are going to play uh, on Sunday against the Rams, but of course, a lot of time between now and then. We do have a new episode of Broadcasting the Boys coming your way later on today. We have so much coming your way because it's football season. That's right. There's a football game tonight, and we will actually be tweeting all of our picks from the Monday Football Monday crew. If you have not, make sure to go subscribe to the SB Nation NFL feed on, uh, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts podcasts were available on all major podcast platforms. You can hear myself, Pete Sweeney, and Michael Kist every Monday. Again, on Monday, Football Monday, we will be, of course, recapping everything that went down on Sundays, but we will be tweeting out our weekly game picks on Thursday, so that'll be out on Twitter as well. Uh, I'll let you know right now, I'm taking the Chiefs. Um, not messing around here. I am taking the Chiefs, uh, so we'll see what happens there. Pete took the Chiefs. Kist took the Chiefs. I'm going to spoil their picks as well. If you're taking the Texans, well, all the more power to you. So, uh, that about does it for our Thursday episode. It's football season, baby. We did it. We made it. We lifted all them weights, and it is very, 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 very exciting. Broadcasting the boys later on today. Uh, of course, we'll have another episode of the Ocho available for you tomorrow, and then Girls Talking Boys to wrap up the regular part of the week. We will have Cowboys Oi with Mauricio Rodriguez available for you on Saturday. Remember, Cowboys Oi, an entirely Spanish talking show. It is, if you don't know the Spanish language, if you're looking to learn it, it is just a great way uh, to try and do so Mauricio does such a fantastic job and then Sunday it is of course game day and as soon as the Dallas Cowboys wrap up what is of course going to be their first win of the season we will have our official post-game show right here on the Ocho to get you started late Sunday night early Monday morning however you want to look at that but that about does it for our Thursday enjoy the game tonight and do me a huge huge favor have the absolute best Thursday of all time you know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out.
Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.